0: and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Colin Etzler. I'm here today with Carlos Gomez. Hola. And Tadeo Gasparetto.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Tadeo, could you tell us a little bit about today's paper?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, the paper that we're gonna to discuss today The title is Sport-Based Entertainment and Crime Evidence from Football Games in Brazil. So I'm particularly interested as I'm doing research in Brazilian football for a long time. The author is Hilaria Maciero. She's from University of Geneva. So as the title says, she tried to investigate this relationship between sport, entertainment, let's say football, and crime in Brazil. This paper has been published this year, 2022, in the journal Sports Economics. So Carlos, can you introduce this paper to us, please?
0: Yes. But Carlos, before you go on, I have to say we have a first this week, Now one of us is in the acknowledgments for this paper. So Tadeo, congratulations. That was really nice <laughs> when I read the paper. Uh, really good. <laughs> I guess
2: there are not that many people doing uh, research in Brazilian football, so Tadeu is a big expert, so happy to see him. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit what this paper is about. As Tadeu said, the author is trying to find a connection between sports as an entertainment, like the events, and the crimes that we see in different cities. The author makes a connection to literature, not only in sports, but also regarding movies or video games. So when people are involved in these activities, so they have less time for other things. And this is the idea that she tries to explore in this paper using data from uh, football games in Brazil. The idea is this one. So when people are busy doing other things so they can't commit crimes, this being busy is called in the literature incapacitation effect, more specifically voluntary incapacitation effect. This means that we are busy, we choose to be busy doing things that we like better than committing crimes. And this is the idea that she wants to prove with her paper. This is not the first time that someone tries to do something like this, but it is the first time that someone's tried to have a look at the mechanisms behind this. So apart from analyzing whether this effect actually plays a role or not in Brazil, she asks herself, who is driving this effect? Is it potential criminals who are actually busy in the stadiums and they don't commit the crimes? Or is it the victims, which are also in the stadiums or busy and cannot be robbed? So this is the first contribution of Hilaria to this literature. And for this, she uses a very smart setting with different types of crimes. I think Tadeo will explain a little bit more later, but she uses robbery and theft, and the implications are different. And this is the first thing that she wants to do. And the second is also analyze temporal displacement and spatial concentration. What does it mean? So do criminals cancel their activities altogether or they simply modify the time and they do the robbery either after the game or before the game? So this is another thing that she explores with the data. And the second thing is the spatial concentration. What happens around the stadium when more people are, does this increase the chances of criminals to be successful or not? And this is the last thing that she tries to analyze. Tadeo, do you want to tell us a bit more about what she does and and how?
1: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Carlos. Well, I mean, again, I go into your line was a really refined data set. It's like we have to say that Ilaria did an extremely nice job on this because she analyzed the previous research saying the limitation of them and then managed to get such data in Brazil that are not open available. So I can imagine how hard it was to get this She had she evaluated four hundred thirty football matches in Brazil and the rationality was she decided to take the largest audience possible there. So she analyzed World Cup matches, Confederation matches, and Comenbol Libertadores matches. So she had international games as World Cup and Confederations Cup and Comebol Libertadores that is the biggest club level tournament in South America would be a kind of UEFA Champions League for South American teams so she didn't take the league she didn't take the small cup she took the largest audience in order to see whether football games might increase or decrease the violence levels in the streets in São Paulo so the data set was pretty long She analyzed it from 2006 to 2014, so nine full years from January to December, in hourly data. So it means that she was inspecting the level of violence in the Sao Paulo city every hour over this whole period, and tried to understand during that period that football was happening, whether the violence changed. So... The dating crime, as you already mentioned before, she had two kinds of crimes that were robbery, that the use of force, and also the theft. So the level of overall theft, that like pickpocking, or also a really nice and clever way also that was considered a vehicle theft. So where there's not the need of a person to be surrounded, this kind of crime, Yeah.
2: I think this is really impressive to get that much level of detail into this data. I really give the author a lot of credit for this, and I think it is a huge contribution to what we have already seen in the literature before.
1: No, absolutely. And not only like previous research used the high level of aggregation, so the whole city level, of, she divided by the police district. So, Sao Paulo is a really large city, and she mentioned that Sao Paulo has 93 different policy districts. So, she was measuring the hour-level criminality in each district over nine years. So, it's a really impressive data set. For the analysis, she took a look in the distribution. She found out this poison distribution. So, her main method was a poison specification with this PD, fix the facts. So she had many levels of analysis. So firstly, she tried to understand whether the crime is influenced by the game, whether the team are playing there, because we're talking about World Cup and Confederations Cup that also happen abroad. So not all matches happen in Sao Paulo. It's just the fact that the people are at home watching games. So whether the games were happening there and many controls like holidays and some different kinds of reports that could be done to police ear mouth date and so on so a lot of the specification was really elaborated later on she tried to understand whether the level of the tournament so how advanced stage in tournament would impact so one hypothesis that more decisive mats would lead to less violence by the fact that these matches are important. Later on, she also observed the temporary displacement, so analyzing whether the violence levels are higher or smaller before and after the match, so was now also a very nice way to observe this data. And finally, the level of the concentration, so then it was a little bit different econometric analysis she did, so different in difference based on this policy district. So only in those matches that happen in São Paulo, she could compare the average level of violence out in all other districts and then in these districts that are related to where stages are played. So yeah, Ilaria, you did a really nice job on it. I guess Cornel can let us know now about your results.
0: Sure, but before I want to go to the results, I would like to ask you, Tadeo and Carlos a question, because when I read this paper, I thought, okay, she's not going to find anything at all. So robberies and thefts are not going to change because of that. But when you read about the topic, what did you think? Did you think that it would increase or decrease? So what were your intuitive guesses about that?
2: I think first you were underestimating the power of football in Brazil and how much people like this. Probably Tadeo can tell us more. And actually, I would expect rather this concentration effect that she finds around the stadium. So, the more people there, the more chances for criminals to perform these thefts or robberies. But yeah, I was surprised about the overall incapacitation result.
1: Well, in my opinion, I was expecting something in this line. In Brazil, we discussed this, that the level of violence would reduce during the football matches because people would be really focused on football. I mean, you have seen that people here in Brazil are really crazy about football, Corno. So, yeah, I was expecting something like that. I had no idea what kind of marginal effects she could take. But I was happy to see that football can somehow help society in some way. So in such a stand. So, yeah, I mean, I like it very much. I already say her at a time when we were discussing about the paper briefly. So, yeah, I expected something in this line, but I was really happy to see these results being published.
0: For me, it's really interesting to hear your perspectives about that, because right now I'm going to focus on the results and I'm going to tell you about the results from my perspective. And the first one was that, yes, she really does find a decrease for robberies and thefts during games. That was really, really interesting for me. And I didn't expect that. The next one is that she finds an overall um, decrease in robberies for the World Cup, which also I might not have expected. So she also mentioned it in her paper that there's a a special police unit during this time. And, you know, this might be a confounding factor, but she's very open about that, which is nice. And there's another thing that I mentioned that I think is interesting And she finds that that dropped for later stages, specifically for semifinals and finals is also more sizable. And then she does two things that when I read it, are not only smart, but really nice when you read the paper. The first one is that she looks at how this crime is during the match and before and after. So is let's say they're like a temporal displacement. That's how she calls it. And yes, she finds that before and after the match there are more robberies and thefts and the last thing that i really think is super smart she looked at motor vehicle thefts so she said okay you know what maybe it's only because there are less victims there you know so that that means you still have the same amount of perpetrators but because there are less victims on the street she can compare it with motor vehicle thefts, because, I mean, there are still the same amount of cars on the street. And she finds that, no, this is not the case. So it's not victims that are not there, but perpetrators. So this is nice. And then for the last thing, I would like to focus for the results for Sao Paulo, because there she finds that robberies and thefts close to the stadiums significantly increase. So in contrast to neighborhoods that are further away from the stadium, they increase so i think it's a great paper and i really like reading it
2: yeah i think this is a great contribution because of all these things these little details that you mentioned the different type of robberies the temporal displacement the the spatial concentration i think she gives a big push to the literature in in this line and i won't be surprised if i see more research coming up within this topic that's great tadeo cornell Thank you very much. This is everything for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to the weekly sports piece. Stay tuned.